You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Guriel twists the upper body, twirls the bat around, the 2-0. And that's driven up the middle. That's a base hit. Bregman will score. Around third out, Tuve, he'll score. A two-run single for Yuli Guriel. The Astros lead it 7-4. Nice way to extend a hit streak to a career-high 12 games for Yuli. Comes through like he's done all year with runners in scoring position. This is another Astros podcast. Don't 3-2. Swing and a miss. Cruz strikes out on the slider, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros hold on for a 7-5 win over the Seattle Mariners. Earn a split of the two-game series, and the Astros are a game behind Seattle for first in the AL West. Well, they showed a lot of character bouncing back after squandering the lead in the top of the seventh. Four runs in the bottom to snatch this one away. Welcome back to the Manager Show. AJ, yesterday, great game. You guys came from behind to win that one and uh, continue to swing the bats well in the latter stages. But Carlos Correa, with an awkward swing, had to come out of the game. What's the update on him? Uh, well, right now he's day-to-day because we, we had him evaluated. Um, he's going to be here in, in Arlington in a couple hours, and we'll know a little bit more when we see him. Um, the early diagnosis is that um, it's just soreness. There's not a major injury or anything that's going to set him back too long. He won't play for a day or two for sure. We'll see if it leaks into later into this series or, or into next week. But um, so far, so good with the analysis. But, again, until we really get – uh, face-to-face with them and, and, and put them through a few tests. We won't really know what what's uh, you know what the prognosis is. Yesterday, AJ, for you, you closed out the game with Hector Rondon. You felt like he was the best uh, person to get the job mm-hmm. done. Get, go get those outs. Is that something you want to do moving forward? Uh, maybe. Uh, we'll see how, how the bullpen shakes out. You know, we, we've had a number of guys close games out, and I know uh, the closer role is always a polarizing you know distinction mm-hmm. for, for everybody that that, that loves baseball. But for me, it's, you know, I'm trying to find someone to get on a roll a little bit. Hector's pitched very well. Ken Giles has been working on a few things. I wanted to give him a couple days to do just that and not uh, not put him in the leverage spot. Um, and we'll continue to, to monitor all of that. We we need all of our guys to pitch well, no matter what order it is. And, and it could be somebody different tonight. It, I still believe Ken Giles will get the most save opportunities. But, you know, Hector continues to throw the ball the way he is. He's going to put a lot of pressure on on me and on others to, to give him that opportunity. But to, the game will dictate uh, where I go at the end. Hey, you were talking about earlier on, maybe about a month ago, about maybe finding some rest for some of your starting pitchers. Are you thinking maybe calling somebody up to make a start to spread these guys out or maybe one of your bullpen guys? No, we're going to stay with our normal guys. I mean, I, I think our, our, our team is going to get a little bit of natural days off here. We have you know a day off coming up this Monday. We have another day off. Um, you know, in, in the not-so-distant future. there's not. I, I track how many starts these guys are having on natural rest versus extra days rest, and, and, our, and our starters are actually getting a ton of rest right now. So we'll stay with the group that we have. If anything pops up, we're not afraid to, to put in a Colin McHugh or Brad Peacock or calling somebody up. But um, so far, so good. I mean, you saw me take Lance out in the 90s yesterday. Yeah. I'll probably do the same thing here in Texas with our guys if the game dictates it. Um, but I monitor it individually. When it's hot like this, is that one of the, the measuring sticks for you? Maybe not so much the temperature, just the, the how much they, they exert on a on a pitch-by-pitch basis or on an inning-by-inning basis. If you can have a hot day and if a guy's rolling out 10, 12, 14 pitches an inning, 
and not under a lot of stress, then you can take them all the way through seven or eight innings. It's not that big a deal. But that that 30-pitch inning in the heat, the the extra runners on base time after time after time, if that happens, um, those are almost like two innings in one that you've got to monitor the, the, their workload. A lot of different guys in the Rangers lineup that can hit the ball out of the ballpark. And you guys have played them ten times already. What's the plan of attacking? Is there guys you want to keep off base, or are you trying to dance around anybody? No, we're going to attack these guys. You know, we, they, they swing a lot, and they swing and miss a lot. They also do some damage when they make contact. So you've got to pitch to the areas in which they can't handle. If you get brain dead in, the, in your approach and, and throw low fastballs to low fastball hitters, or if you, you throw slow to slow speed bats, okay. um, you're going to find them hitting the ball out of the ballpark, especially when it's hot in this ballpark. So. Um, quality pitches will always win. We've got we've got four really good starting pitchers going. We got a pretty rested bullpen. We have an attack area that we've had success against these guys before, so we'll we'll go at them again. You're facing Cole Hamels already for the fourth time this year. Has he changed things up, or is he coming at you the same way every day? Yeah, time? you know he's not going to throw us a ton of fastballs, or he hasn't. I mean, if he changes that up, that will be new uh, okay. tonight. He throws a lot of sliders and cutters and and changeups, and and you know he attacked us the last time we faced him. He was nasty. We we barely touched anything. So. We've got to pick a pitch to hit on a side of the plate to hit. Um, you can't cover them all with a guy like Cole Hamels. We got to make them work, get into that bullpen, and see if we can take our chances. Okay, AJ, good luck. You got to Here Comes the one-one, and he hits this one into shallow right center field. That could be trouble. A long run for Hanniger, and he can't catch up to it. Reddick with a soft single, and with one out, the Astros have a man aboard. So Reddick with his first hit since coming back off the disabled list. He's a wannabe. <laughs> Reddick's been on the disabled list since May 23rd. Just got activated tonight. For a man who fashions himself a Spider-Man enthusiast, to get bit by a spider and go on the DL had to be a little disheartening. So he had a different reaction to the spider bite than Peter Parker, is what you're saying. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. But good to see Josh back. It always is. Intense player. They need him. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Josh Reddick. Rejoined the Astros yesterday coming back from the the leg issue that you had. First of all, good good to see you back. And I know you, you had to feel good to, to get back in the lineup yesterday. For sure. You know, it was a long two and a half weeks of uh, doing a whole lot of nothing. And, um, you know, that's the worst part, I think, on an infection like that. You can't really rehab anything but just wait for it to heal up and, and, and get better. So very happy to be back out here. These guys, I know they've been scuffling. We haven't had that many outfielders on the roster. So I know George is grinding. We've got a lot of guys that are out there just playing every day and going about their business. So it feels good to come back and, you know, give them a little bit of breather if I can. But, yeah, definitely good to be back with these guys because I do miss playing when I'm not there. So you played two games down at, at Corpus Christi, and it's a tradition for a lot of people who don't know. Big leaguers come down to rehab with minor league clubs. You always get a – the big leaguer always gets a nice little spread post-game since those guys a lot of times don't don't get to have great meals. So what did you get the guys in Corpus? Uh, first day we were in Tulsa, I got them out back. Mm -hmm. So I got steak and chicken with all the sides and everything. And then we came back to Corpus, got them some Chick-fil-A for pre-game, P.F. Chang's post-game with a nice uh, big – cake with their logo on it for dessert so definitely something that I take pride in taking care of those because I had guys when I was in the minors that took care of me obviously with, with the Boston organization those guys knew what they were doing and had some pretty show spreads up there so I'm just trying to uh, do a little bit of fraction of what those guys did but yeah it's, it's a good feeling to come down because you know we've all been there we've all been there what the spreads like are post game and yeah. uh, anytime you get something like that you feel pretty special about it. When you were playing in the minor leagues coming up through the Red Sox system any particular uh, rehabbers that stand out guys you got to interact with or you really remember? Oh yeah several guys you know my time in AAA was, uh, you know, briefly kind of short, so it was actually pretty nice. But uh, you know, we had guys like, you know, Big Poppy and, mm -hmm. and 
Buck Holtz and I remember Beckett coming down back to back days, so that was really nice in AAA. And uh, one that really stood out was Mike Cameron came down to AAA and we were in Pawtucket and he got us steak, lobster, like everything you could get from Capitol Grill and the menu was brought in. And then for dessert, had a full on ice cream bar buffet wow. with all the toppings and everything in there. So we had everybody serving all these things. Probably the best spread I've ever had to date, even at the big league. So it was pretty special. And I know he put a pretty penny down on it, but it was good to have that feeling for that night. I think I had probably four lobster tails that night. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely something you won't forget. So the draft just happened. It just concluded uh, yesterday, the three-day draft and 40 rounds, and you were drafted back in 2006 by the Boston Red Sox. Does that seem like it was eons ago, or does it seem like it was just yesterday? Oh, man. Looking back now, it feels like yesterday. When you look at it, it was 12 years ago. It makes it feel like forever ago. Uh, sitting here at 31 now and 19 then, it, it, does, it definitely takes you back every year when the June draft does come around. But. Uh, Always an exciting time for a young kid, young teenager to uh, experience that thing. You know, it's, it's heart wracking, it's, it's nerve wracking too. So just waiting for your name to be called, because I'm sure, you know, for guys like me, it was a little different. But, you know, those, those early round guys, I can't imagine having, you know, 20 teams calling them all the time, asking them what their thought process is. And, you know, with me, it was only like three or four teams. So I had a lot easier than those guys too. And, uh, you know, even that small time, it was, it was, stressful. So it was, uh, I can imagine what they're going through, but obviously a very fun day. Were, were you following along with the draft? Now, it was a little different then, but were you following along with the draft, or did you just wait until someone called you? Uh, I was following along, actually, for the first probably eight to nine rounds. Mm -hmm. I got told by four teams I was going to be a top ten round guy, and you know, once that didn't happen, I was pretty uh, PO'd, actually. I wasn't upset. I was actually pretty mad about it, and then I drove home. Um, I was actually going to practice at my high school with the high school team. And I was on the way to the high school, and my buddy, my college buddy, actually called me and told me that I got drafted in the 17th round by the Red Sox. So, still was kind of mad because it was, you know, obviously way longer than I thought I was gonna, I was gonna be. And you know, the original th process was, I got drafted. I was the last year of the draft to follow it. I didn't sign immediately. I went and played collegiate ball in that summer league because I obviously wasn't, you know, very high rated, and I, I thought I didn't get the enough money that I thought I deserved. And was just gonna go back to school the next year and see what I could do there. And then the summer went by and came back, and they offered a lot more money, so I ended up signing. And you know, I'm, I'm not a big college guy, so I wasn't really worried about hitting the books that much. But um, <laughs> as much as those kids are listening, stay in school. And uh, <laughs> but it just wasn't my strong point. I was put on this earth to play baseball, and I was ready to get out of there. And, and that's how the journey started. Josh Reddick, thanks so much for joining us. Glad you wound up with the Astros. Oh, yeah, same here. Left on left matchup. Corner infielders in. First pitch is in there for strike one. You talked about how, how good the Astros are left on left matchups. They're the best in the major leagues this year with over a 300 average. And Kemp's certainly a part of that. Yeah. Here comes the 0 1. LeBlanc, it's grounded through the right side. That's another base hit for Kemp. He's two for two. Quick hands for Kemp. And we're pleased to be joined now in the Astros dugout. Tony Kemp had a fantastic night tonight. Three for four, a double, two singles. And you got the single, Tony, to start that rally in the in the seventh inning. And yeah. a four-run inning wound up, being, wound up being the difference. Has to feel good to contribute like that. Yeah, I just know, you know, just try to get on base, uh, turn the lineup over. George, Altuve, Bregman, Correa. I mean, you can go down the list. But uh, we did a good job tonight. Lance pitched his butt off. And, uh, we were able to get the W, but it just goes to show you how hard it is to, you know, get a major league win. Hey, Tony, we're always bragging about your ability. Righty, lefty, it doesn't really matter. Hard thrower, soft thrower. You just give good at bats, man. What's the secret to hanging in there against lefties? Uh, you know, when I grew up, 
uh, my hitting coach through left-handed BP, and I kind of ah. I kind of contribute that to you know my success now. I I was kind of joking with him a couple weeks ago, you know, saying thank you for being left-handed. <laughs> yeah. <no kidding. laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, just a simple approach, and uh, you know, swing at the strikes, take the balls, and just try to put the uh, you know the barrel to the bat, and uh, hopefully, good things will happen. Has to feel good too. I mean, obviously, disappointing game last night, yeah. uh, and able to come back and, and get a victory tonight, and a, and a really tough close-fought ball game oh, to yeah. get back within the game in the division. Yeah, I mean, you know, this team has been really hot lately, and it, you know, the teams that we've been playing are no slouches, man. They come to play every day. And, oh yeah. Uh, you know, 27 outs, they don't give one out away, and uh, you know, we've been playing good baseball as well. But it just goes to show you how good these teams are that we've been playing. But uh, I think we feel good going into the road trip. It's going to be a long one, and uh, I think everybody's got a positive mindset going into it. Last thing, Tony, the draft just concluded today. You were a fifth-rounder in 2013 yeah. with the Astros. Tell us about the, the climb and the grind in the minor leagues. Yeah, uh, I still have a little chip on my shoulder to this day going in the fifth round, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I think the chip kind of made me a better person and a, and, a, and a better player just to not be complacent uh, within the game. But, uh, you know, to all the draftees out there, uh, it's going to be a long road. There's going to be ups and downs, but just got to stay even keel. And, uh, you know, every day is a new day. 0 for 4, 0 for 5, 0 for 20 happens. But uh, the sun will come up the next day, and you have to give your best effort every day. All right, Tony Kemp, three hits tonight. Thanks so much for joining us. Congrats on the win. Thanks, no problem. The Houston Astros Radio Network. And he lifts this one. Left field. Arriba. Gurriel. Yuli Gurriel. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. Whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.